Hello and welcome to the first episode of the Mixed Emotions Podcast with your host, Khalil M. Lewis. Um, good morning or good afternoon by the time you'll be hearing this. Um, very excited to get into the topic of anxiety today. I want to say thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening and all that shit. Yeah. So, you know what? I think... The craziest part about this podcast, because I did a podcast before, but I was like, you know, I feel like that podcast just is just not me. Like, I feel like it was just more so for views. But this podcast is definitely like myself. Um, I did get a lot of anxiety, like announcing it, um, because I was like, you know, people already seen like what I've done. I've done interviews. I've done another done two podcasts in the past. Um, do they think I'm not going to be consistent with this one? Like, what are they going to think? And I'm like, you know what? I'm kind of doing this for me just to like, for Gen Z in a, in, in a sense, because like, there's so many stigmas about us out there. And I kind of want this podcast to like, kind of set the record straight of who we are as a generation. Um, yeah, so anxiety. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about this shit. Um, two days ago, I guess Monday, um, I was having hell anxiety about school, um, like body dysmorphia, and all of that stuff, right? And I'm finding it hard to catch my breath, and I'm just like, you know what? Like, I gotta chill the fuck out and relax. Um, Medication works great. That's good. Um, I use it. But it's also I have to learn tactics, too, for times when I don't have the medication. Like when I was at school, breathing one, breathing in one nose and breathing out the other, focusing on happy thoughts. Um, I like to picture a golden bright aura coming down on me and giving me a warm hug. That helps a lot. Um, yeah, also, anxiety is so, it's good that it's being spoken about more in the industry and in the community as well, because if we take a look at the 2000s, it was so, like, kind of taboo, it was like, oh, you have anxiety, what's wrong with you? Like, you go to therapy, what's wrong with you? But now it's like, that's okay, like, everyone else has anxiety, everyone else goes to therapy, like, that's not a problem. Um, but yeah, you know, anxiety is such a tricky thing because every if every person has different triggers and we're not paying attention to what other people's triggers are, but we're triggering someone's anxiety no matter what we do. Um, and we can't help it. Like, sometimes, you know, somebody... If I have on all black, that might trigger them because that can, they can correlate that to, they associate that to a bad memory, you know? Um, Or for me, um, sometimes it's driving. I got into a car accident on the week of my birthday. Uh, This is actually the first time that I'm talking about it. I got into a car accident. I was in a passenger seat and I got into an accident. Um, And that gives me hell of anxiety. Like when I'm driving, when my friends are driving me, um, 
and I think they're going too fast. I'm like, yo, can you slow down? Like that gives me that gives me anxiety, which is crazy that I got to this point, but I'm at this point, so now I might as well make it my own, you know? Um Going to the gym sometimes gives me anxiety. Like opening e like text messages, like the noise of a text message just gives text message gives me anxiety. Um and that's actually fairly new. That's fairly new. That started beginning of summer. Which is crazy because I associate the noise of a text message to a bad text message because that's where it stemmed from. Um Anxiety is s- such a wide spectrum of things, and it's like such a interesting topic to talk about, especially in a black community, because although it's not so taboo to talk about it now in the overall community of of humans as a whole, it's still sort of taboo in a black community, I would say. Um, cause it's like, you know, they're like, what's wrong with you? Why you got anxiety? Like you depressed? Like, you know, all the, all that shit, all those questions, all of it starts to come about. And me personally, I feel like I want us as a community to do better to talk about mental health more and anxiety more and trauma more instead of just dusting it off on our shoulders and saying, what's wrong with you? Because it's so much deeper than that. You know, it goes back hundreds of years. Like the trauma is there. The anxiety is there. The the mental health is there. And they don't, you know, some people in our community don't want to talk about it because they're scared. They're, they'll believe is weak or they're in a moment of weakness. When in actuality, you know, I'm finding myself when I'm in a moment of weakness that, you know, sometimes I feel ashamed, but that's my personal take. But then after that, I'm like, you know what? Like, I'm human. Like, at the end of the, at the, end of the day, you see your idols I know my idols always, you know, spoke on their mental health and how they overcome it. And even watching after watching the Selena documentary, Selena Gomez documentary and seeing her struggles and her upbringings and her her down, her moments where she was down and, you know, her with her lupus. It really comforted me. It comforted me in the sense of knowing that I'm not the only one struggling with mental health. And um, I've even thought about, you know, <laughs> sending her a letter like saying thank you because I rewatched it two nights ago or last night. No, two nights ago. And I was like, this is just so beautiful, you know, because she wasn't scared. She was she said she was a little nervous to put it out. And I'm kind of glad she did put it out because it can show that in the people of color community, there's nothing to be, there's no weakness. There's no, it doesn't make you weak. It makes you stronger. Admitting human feelings to me makes you stronger because who are you putting a front on saying, oh, I don't need that. I don't need to go to therapy. I don't need friends. I don't need this. My mental health is good. When in actuality, 
you're fucking dying. Like your mental health, your mental health is depreciating and it's not going good. So, um, that documentary definitely helped me be more comfortable. And I'm not saying that I was liking seeing her. I was enjoying seeing her struggle. I was enjoy seeing her do human things because, you know, most celebrities keep a private life, you know, we'll be lucky enough to even see Beyonce post her kids. You get what I'm saying? Like it was cool to see her go through these things as a human and not just as because at the end of the day, celebrities are just people. But specifically, it's good to see her do, you know, yeah, do human things. Yeah. For lack of a better word, do human things. It's good to see her go through the emotions. Um, I'm glad she's doing better now. Um, my mom has lupus, so I, you know, I can't really imagine what that lifestyle is like. Um, the only thing I can really cor- relate to is the anxiety. And yeah, that's it. Um, this kind of ties into anxiety kind of doesn't um it's on a i you know i would guess it's on a rate of anxiety um body dysmorphia that's very prevalent in our generation um there's so much stuff going on like you know tiktoks um youtube videos instagram reels gym workouts, fitness plans, meal plans, all this stuff. And I'm just like, bro, (laughs) I'm like, damn, can we (sighs) shit? Like I gotta, this is what I have to look like. And that's not, you know, I kind of keep that mindset now and I'm working on it, but it's like, Ideally, I want to put on a whole bunch of muscle mass, right? And I compare myself, I compare myself, and I compare myself. And I'm going down this rabbit hole of photos, videos, TikToks of all these people that go to the gym. And I'm like, damn, I'm never going to look good enough. And that gives me an absurd of mel- not, <laughs> not melatonin, an absurd, um, absurd amount of anxiety. I don't know where the word melatonin just came from. That's actually very freaky an absurd amount of anxiety and you know i know when i'm going down that rabbit hole that is giving me anxiety i'm almost kind of a glutton for punishment because i'm like you know maybe just one video just one video and then two and then three and then four and i'm like fuck like i want to look like that like i have a odd body i would say and I was talking to my friend. I was like, you know, I think I want to get surgery. And she's like, well, okay, slow down. Let's, let's backtrack. Um, because I feel like that would get rid of my anxiety for body dysmorphia. And will it? Maybe. I don't know. But I also don't want to change something about my body that was given to me. Um, but, you know, body dysmorphia. Like, I don't do very well. Very sad stories on TikTok. Like, I just don't.
people like talking about their parents dying and their dogs dying. And that gives me an absurd, like an absolute fucking absurd amount of anxiety because it's like, I kind of feel guilty and I'm like, oh, like, like, dude, I'm sorry. And then the empath in me starts getting sad and it's just this whole ordeal. Um, honestly, you know, I'm trying to find ways to cope with anxiety in that sense. I try putting my, like, there's like this app timer in the settings on iPhones, um, screen time, I guess. I tried that, you know, that's kind of very useful because I could just, I, it's my phone. Like I could literally just turn it off when I want to. Somebody else would have to set the password, um, because I know it, like, the hell? Um, that doesn't really work. It works, it doesn't, sometimes. Um, sometimes, putting down a phone, I'll get overstimulated, and I just gotta sit the fucking phone down. Um, phones, in general, give me anxiety. Um, I don't mind having a phone. You know, it's great, the luxury of it. I'm blessed, I'm thankful, whatever. But there's some days... I just can't do it. It's emails, text messages, FaceTimes. I have a meeting then and I have to schedule this and I have to talk to this company. And I see why people have, <laughs> I see why people have assistance. I see why people have all this stuff because this is absolutely way too much. Um, that helps. Putting out a phone helps with my anxiety. Um, I had a long phone call yesterday with um, my friend and that helped, you know, being able to talk helps me, helps me not have anxiety. Like we were just talking, (laughs) we were talking about DC comics and Marvel and Nightwing and Star Wars and all this stuff. And then we started talking about like artists and (laughs) SZA and stuff like that, like that helps, like distractions that's a healthy to me that's a healthy distraction for anxiety because i'm calm i'm with somebody i know on the phone um we're having fun we're talking or whatever and that helps with that helps too like even comfort movies and comfort shows and or comfort episodes help me when i'm having anxiety or, or i'm feel you know feeling anxious um like i'm feeling like paranoid kind of not too paranoid but like what if I don't what if I don't leave by this time what if I don't leave the house in this time you know that stuff I'll just put on music or put on an episode really quick to just like Khalil like you have time relax chill out you're okay take your deep breaths in and out and in and out um I'm still trying to find a way to help my anxiety with school. I think that's been the hardest so far because if you're listening and if you're in college, high school, if you're in middle school, you're really not supposed to be listening to this. Um, or, or you could. I, I don't know. I don't, you know, I'm not your parent. School is hard because school is kind of inevitable. Like it is, it's just gonna happen. Like you're just gonna, you're gonna get anxiety no matter what. If you don't struggle with anxiety, you're gonna get it. 
if you never struggle with anxiety, you're going to get it. If you have really bad anxiety, of course, you're going to get it. Like college or school in general, it's hard for me to find ways to cope with anxiety because I leave the house around a certain time and I'm on the house on campus for six plus hours. Um, Sometimes I'll leave my medication at home. Sometimes I'll bring it. Um, Sometimes I'll take one for the day. Like, you know, that helps. But what about feeling it? Like, actually, like, looking around and, you know, you're like, fuck. Like, I just don't want to be here. Like, sometimes I woke, like, literally last night, I had anxiety about going to school today. I was like, I really just don't want to go, like... What if I don't understand what's going on in class? Like a lot of self-doubt. That all plays a factor into anxiety for school. Sorry, I'm drinking tea. Earl Earl Grey black tea, which is new for me. And I prefer this over coffee or anything. I also like matcha. That's also besides the point. Um, It's my ADHD and getting off topic. Anyways, back onto the topic. Yeah, school gives me anxiety, and it's new because I never really got anxiety from school. Well, anxiety. I mean, obviously, I have had anxiety before, but I couldn't really picture what it couldn't really picture what it was but now I can like I can go oh I'm having an anxiety attack like I had my first real it was a small anxiety attack it wasn't that bad I haven't experienced a bad one god forbid but um it was a small one I had to sit on the floor a minute and breathe for like five minutes um but I've just recently started getting anxiety anxiety about school this August when school started um, and then even being in a car accident, that didn't help. So I say all of that to say that we all get fucking anxiety. And yes, there's medication, there's treatments, there's strategies, there's people, there's therapists. Like, there's all of this stuff to help you get, to help you treat your anxiety. But at, but at the end of the day, you're your own person and it's really up to you fuck the stigmas like if you have anxiety and you're in a black community work on that shit own that shit do breathing exercises medication whatever you have to do you don't even have to tell your friends if you don't want to hear back talk from them like you know what i say i choose to say to be public and i might want to keep it private next time like it's you don't have to always tell people. And I think that's where the black community gets lost is because like they're scared of admitting they haven't. And they're like, well, what will my friends think? What will my family think? Fuck what they think. They don't pay your bills. And if they do, then they do. But they, they're not inside your skin. They're not inside your body. You know your body. You know your mind. You know your hips, legs, arms, feet, whatever. If you have anxiety... um, own it, you know, work through it. There's all of this option. There's all these options out here to help you with it. Um, And if, you know, you can't afford it, I'm sorry. 
you know, that's not, I feel like uh, that's not fair. I feel like healthcare and mental health, like in general, should be accessible to everyone no matter what, because it's not right that one person is eating lobster and the other person is eating seaweed, if that makes sense. It's not, okay, well, here, let me say this. It's not right that one person has heat in their home and the other person has to fight for covers on the street. That, okay, that sounds better. Um, or that makes sense. Because there's probably kids out here that don't have the resources for, they're, they're probably wondering what the fuck is wrong with me? Why do I feel the way I feel? And what they're feeling is anxiety. And they don't know that is anxiety because they can't go to a doctor right so you know i i don't i i don't have advice for that scenario um i do believe that there's affordable options for therapy and medication out here um through cvs or walgreens or through rite aid um there's rx coupons for that stuff too and i'm also in no way a licensed therapist or period, like board certified, nothing. I'm giving my two cents for free because this is a topic that I feel so adamant about and want to speak on because mainly for my community, um, mainly for the black boys, but also for the black community in general, because it's just not, it's just people think it's something scary. Like, yes, it's scary, but you shouldn't be ashamed of it. You know, it, own it like it's yours um and if anybody tells you otherwise bitch slap them fuck them who cares like they suck they suck like don't i've also learned to surround myself with people with good intentions and i'm still learning i'm only 21 i'm still learning um with that but so far my friends helped me with my anxiety and likewise um but yeah you know it's anxiety is just such a tricky, tricky concept. And I hope that I tackled what you thought I was going to tackle today on this episode. Um, but this was my first episode. Um, I have a next one coming out Friday. I'm doing two in one week. I have one Friday coming out with Simone from TikTok. She's pretty cool. She's a pop culture TikTok page, and we had some pretty fun conversations, um, and I'm very excited for that. So thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to today's episode. Today's episode is also sponsored by nobody. <laughs> That'd be funny, though, if I just played a sponsorship. No. Um, sponsored by Earl Grey Black Tea. Very good tea. Um but yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Share it, like. Well, I don't know if you can like it, but yeah. Peace out, Girl Scout, and love you. Hope you have a good day. Um, I don't know. May the force be with you. I, you know, I don't know if I can get copyrighted for that. I don't know. All right. See you guys Friday, and have a great one. Bye.